Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. I just have to make sure you wanted it. Did you want it? Now it's, uh, now it's ruined. The moment is gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, the good thing is that I'm on Wi-Fi right now, where the username and password are the person that we're staying at's child. So, as the hacker that I was, I was able to figure that out before looking at the pet sitting notes I'm at. So, Whoa. Ocean's 8, I'm here. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready. All right, nine ball. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only I wasn't asthmatic. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm just here, but I'm ready. So. You'll just do it from afar. You're like, I'll just, I'll be over here. <laughs> also, I just need to give you just like an update on like where I'm at in my situation <laughs> in this yeah. new like pet sitting podcast recording situation. I'm looking directly at their old son's bedroom. Um, who's a year younger than I am, so just out of college, but he, like, lives in D.C. or something. So this is his teenage bedroom. It is kiwi green walls. Yep. And there are Nirvana posters everywhere. That sounds exactly like my teen bedroom. So, <laughs> so, like, it was green. It was, like, <laughs> and there were dumb posters on it. So, yeah. And, right. and like, when you, you know those, um... Like stuffed animal snakes. There's just yeah. a container of those <laughs> and like basketballs. It's the weirdest. Whoa. Wow. You know, welcome to Seattle. <laughs> it's just... Hi. Yeah. Can you move from the mic a little bit so we can, so you can dunk? Can you dunk yeah. on them real quick? <laughs> no, I don't want to touch the snakes, you know? Hallie, I need you to dunk on them real quick. <laughs> okay. I did it. (laughs) Yeah, that's wow. Your foley work is really coming on to its own. You know, two years on this podcast, and I really nailed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Sound effect connoisseur. (laughs) I nailed it. I'm good. Yeah. Switch. Cody, how are you doing? I'm great. It's the 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 eclipse happened. Yeah. I accidentally turned myself into a new person without realizing that was happening. Oh, welcome. It came into place, so here I am. I have fake nails. They're very inconvenient, <gasps> but they are pretty. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What do they look like? Tell me everything. They're, you saw, because you saw that fucking selfie. I know I did. I will describe it for the listeners. Thank you. They are very long. <laughs> yes, and they're, they're pointed at the end. I don't know how, the, te- the terminology, because I've had bare nails for my entire life. And they are covered in glitter. <laughs> it's so beautiful. They're great. I know nothing about acrylic nails. Yeah, no. I I don't understand it because um, mm-hmm. I was never allowed to get them. Sure. And the outside world apparently disagrees with that too. I don't know whose dog that is. Um, it's not <laughs> the one I'm pet sitting for, um, but that's just an outside dog who's like, nope, fuck this nails. Anyway, so I... I, yeah, I don't understand nails. I've always been terrified of them just, like, breaking off and yeah, that pain. Sure. Yeah, these are not even acrylics. I was just in a bender at Sally's, as you do. Um, <laughs> and I was like, okay, let's try these out. And they've gone through, like, two sleeps successfully, so. I love that. Press-on nails are a whole different situation. Oh, absolutely. Because those I did all throughout my youth. Yeah. And I have heard... And it, your experience now confirms this, that sure. they have gotten better, that the glue yeah. has gotten stronger. The glue is, like, actually good. Like, I tried um, press-on nails again, like, a year or so ago, and I'm like, nah, 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 this shit sucks. Um, and I tried doing it in high school, and I was like, nah, this sucks. This is, like, good. This is some good shit. When I was in school, I remember the first one that I did was basically just the equivalent of tape. 
Like, yeah. yeah my, yeah. Parents, my mom wouldn't even let me get the, the actual glue. But it yeah. just came with those, like, they were literally just press-on nails. Yeah. And it was like... They're I, stickers, and yeah. they will fall off in minutes. <laughs> yeah, I would, like, go to move my, like, swooshy bangs, and I would get yeah. one of the fucking nails <laughs> stuck in my hair. Like... <laughs> And then you're just left with, like, a sticky finger that doesn't have a nail on it anymore. And there's never enough that are, like, the size of the finger that you bought. No! So you just, like, have one that's missing. Yeah, so you just, like, put a thumb on your ring finger and just, like, hope for the best? Like, what do you do? Um, anyways, yeah, so I've I've heard that the glue has gotten better, so I'm happy to hear about that. I would recommend this brand if they sponsored us, but in general, I would recommend it. (laughs) Good. I will have to explore that then. Yeah. Speaking of nostalgia, because this is like throwing me back. This morning, (laughs) I made the mistake of listening to Natasha Bedingfield again. Oh, wow. That's a power move. I, it wasn't on purpose. I was just (laughs) You know, you know those, like, autoplay videos that you see on Twitter and Facebook and stuff? Sure, sure. And I, one of them just fucking started playing unwritten, and it was, like, <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning, Cody, and I swear to God, I was just there with tears just streaming down my face, <laughs> and I wish that I wasn't the kind of person that cried over that song, but I've watched The Hills for too long yeah, to not yeah. be emo over that song. And this oh, is where we I'm start at. a Hills podcast. Do not fucking <laughs> joke. I swear to God, I know Laguna Beach and The Hills, dude, so much. That was my whole fucking childhood. I like me too. I had an older sister who was like a teen when that was coming out, and she was like, "This is what I will give to you. This is my gift to you as as an older sibling. (laughs) We will bond over the hills in Laguna Beach, and you will know everything about Lauren Conrad, and that is the curse that you will carry with you the rest of your life. (laughs) Here you go." The girl who didn't go to Paris. He wore combat <laughs> boots to the beach. Like, I, like, homeboy wore combat boots. I swear to God. I can't, like, I quote this stuff on the daily and nobody yeah. understands me. Oh. Um, I'm just, like, a misunderstood person. Oh, my um, God. Get out of here. I swear to God. I would love nothing more. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, maybe we'll pivot. We'll think about it. <laughs> that would actually be some pure content for once in our goddamn lives. Yeah, Jesus. Um, yeah, that, whew, that was, it threw me back is all I'm saying. So yeah, for sure. thank you, Natasha, for making me just start my day off in like a positive, but also just like crying. <laughs> That's all I'm yeah, yeah. So yes, as far as current events this week, things happened. What? People were tweeting. There was a lot coming from the Jackson Rathborn side of the world, specifically on his Twitter, that I just want to talk about for about two seconds, because we we have some throwbacks that I want to talk about. But the one that I forgot to mention, and I forgot even to do my due diligence to immediately put this onto our (laughs) Google Doc until right now, um, Mm -hmm. is that Jackson Rathborn, who played Jasper Hill, um, in the Twilight series, is an enigmatic creature. <laughs> he's he's a beautiful person. Sure. One of my favorite things that he posted recently on his Twitter is what I assumed initially when I looked at it was a sponsored post about <laughs> Heinz ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Looking back on it, it does not have any of the SEC compliances about, like, hashtag spawn, hashtag nope. ad. But it is going around on what is apparently the Heinz ketchup conversation of a hashtag ketchup confession, which I have no idea what that is. Um, But what ended up being posted, and I don't know, Cody, if you had seen this until I just said- I'm looking at it now. (laughs) Okay. Um, Could you do me the favor of describing these three photos to our audience, please? So- this man <laughs> has a life-size, true-to-scale Heinz ketchup bottle tattooed on his leg. Yep. On the, like, on the outside of the leg. Like, <laughs> and this man looks like doesn't have a lot of tattoos that are visible, but he's just got a fucking giant-ass red tomato ketchup tattoo just on his leg. I can't believe it. Are you ever so white? 
that <laughs> what if the other side was just like mayo stop <laughs> Oh god, and he's like It's funny cuz he looks so cute and then you just see his fucking leg. <laughs> like, the fucking ketchup bottle. He is arguably one of the most attractive people in the Twilight Saga. Like he's so cute. He is he's got that moody broody man side going yeah. about him, right? He's got um, the like swoosh hair and like the facial hair is great, everything's great. And then you just pan down <laughs> to this actor's leg this actor who's still trying to be in the business sure. and he's got a fucking Heinz 57 bottle on his this leg this man can never wear shorts ever again like professionally no. <laughs> like <laughs> no and the fucked up thing is about this Cody that I didn't realize until just now looking at this photo is yeah. this was not recently done because it, no. the photo that he's taken is not like red around it, signifying that he just got this done. No. Um, he has also there's still leg hair. There's leg hair that's grown. Yes, yeah. In. So it's not like it was just like recently shaved nope. or anything like that. Nope. He has had this for a while, <laughs> <laughs> and I need to know for how long. Also, can we talk about real quick? Please pin tweet. Please. Is sometimes I want to stir the pot, sometimes I want to smoke it too. <laughs> and this was from 320, 2017. Oh, not damn it. <laughs> so you close. Have... But. You're so ahead of the game. You're yeah. too ahead of the game. Too ahead. Know? Pull it back. <laughs> so the reason of why, like, I just want you all to just ruminate on this man who yeah. has this photo. Um, this complex reason... man. The reason why it originally brought up his Twitter today is because on the 26th of this month was celebrating 10 years since the Twilight movie originally started filming um, in my hometown of Portland, um, which, wow, <laughs> spent way too much of my life on this <laughs> series. God, that's embarrassing. And the gift that he chose was him all dressed up in his Jasper hair, um, and him just, like, with a popped collar, it's being it's super cute. Um, nobody else outside likes this. Here's the thing about this, Cody. This place has windows and doors. And yet there's just, like, a monster outside. <laughs> Seattle, folks. Update before I fully moved here. Full of cryptids. Yeah. Just confirmed. Confirmed. The other thing that I wanted to talk about too is the <laughs> the flashback to them at comic-con could you yeah. tell me about these photos please and thank you um well i want to talk real quick about fucking how good stephanie meyer looks it's a problem she's glowing yes she's got beach waves her scarf is sparkly she's got billowy sleeves I and just... she just looks sun-kissed oh Oh, Cody, I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's not her, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not, that's not. Okay, I was gonna ask, but I thought if I asked, it would make me seem stupid if you were like, of course it is. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> it's not. The so money. Who's, so, so who's that? <laughs> the money I would pay, yeah, Cody, <laughs> for that to be Stephanie Meyer. Yeah. But it's not. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that is not, in fact, Stephanie Meyer. Great, um, well, we learned. We learned. Yes. But if you scroll down a little bit more, you yeah, no, will I see actually her see. I, fa I, I found her. Yes. Oh, there she is. Yep. Yeah. So she is there. Um, but they do all look very young. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there's, like, this fucking Slenderman-ass dude behind Stephanie Meyer that's just, like, staring into the soul of the camera. It's very terrifying. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot happening in these photos. Um, yeah, that guy, he looks, he's got to be like, what, a PA? Something. He's um, like but, security or some shit. He's just like keeping the peace, you know. But I mean, it was 2008, right? So the way that they took photos was just like flash all the time. Right, yeah. Um, and so it does look quite haunting. Can we also please, for just a moment, talk about that person's, what is it, headband, barrette? It's kind of beautiful. Oh, yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, so the, all of these photos were, it's like a Getty Images collection yeah. of just the, the Comic-Con photos from 2008. 
And it's very beautiful. The last photo yeah. on this is my personal favorite because I think that it really sums up Stephanie Meyer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of she's making eye contact with someone. And sure. in a very typical Stephanie Meyer way, she's wearing like a a very light yellow top and a white cardigan just to emphasize how pale she is. Right. Um, yeah. And she's got her hands clasped on this table and is apparently making eye contact with someone, um, not the not the photographer. And the face that she is making is what I would consider if if someone in front of you, I don't know, barfed, combust, yes. and you knew that it was all being filmed, and so you had to be like, great, thank you for this gift. Yeah. I'm going to shed my skin now. It's I just think the this m- is the face of her realizing that she's made a lifelong mistake, <laughs> and this oh, is going to be the rest of her life. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that was maybe that was when she first saw someone come in a Jacob Black furry costume. And <laughs> yeah. she was like, "Oh, so this is my life now." Yeah, um, this is it. This is it. You're welcome. Yeah. You did this. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't when she put all of those like really manipulative components into the relationship. It was not when she added all that cultural appropriation. It was that moment um yep. there. Yep. Yeah. So thank you for that. Very good. One of the things I know that we had talked about was that Screen Rant article. Our favorite. We love going back to Screen Rant. (laughs) Screen Rant has always given us some good shit. Um, One of my favorite things about authors, I don't know if they're listicle authors, I should say, um, is what Twilight photos that they choose to pull for these listicles. Um, And so... Dan Struthers pulled this one from New Moon about 10 actors who regretted being in Twilight and 10 who adored it. Mm. And Cody, you brought up that we kind of, we've kind of exhausted the whole regret part at this point. Um, And so would you like to walk us through a couple that you, who enjoyed this series that you thought were notable? Um, One of note is our man, Billy Burke. Yes! Who loved it. And he had a daughter, like, right after uh, Twilight or whatever, named Bluesy. Which oh, I my cry. God. I cry. Her name's Bluesy. Um, and then he told MTV News that Bella would be a good role model for God her. Bless. And she was like, I would like her to, like, be similar and be a worldly person. And I'm crying. I love it. Um, in my eyes. I love Billy Burke. And... I mean, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know yeah. that Charlie Swan is, without a doubt, the best character um, in the Twilight Saga. So, yeah. God bless. Are there any others of note? Well, I do like how they have Anna Kendrick twice. Twice. adored and regretted the yeah. <laughs> But um, I also think that... Peter Facinelli? Yes. Fadipa, who plays Carlisle. Um, a big quote from Vanity Fair. He said, I'm going to dress up like Carlisle and do birthdays and bar mitzvahs. Which, could you imagine? I... Could you imagine? Can I hire Peter Facinelli to be in my <laughs> wedding? Yes. Can Carlisle yes. Cullen walk me down the aisle? <laughs> Stop. Oh my god. Could you... Because, like... It, what's funny about this is that, like, a lot of the characters that are, like, a bit smaller are the ones who generally enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that, like, people like Carlisle or Charlie or whatever are the ones who, like, do these, like, little greets and stuff. And, like, meanwhile, Edward and Bella will be like, fuck you. I'm not going to do anything about this anymore. Right. Like, here's my birthday party with uh, Charlie Swan. Or, like, here's my birthday party with Carlisle, the vampire father doctor from Twilight. Yo, no joke. I would spend most of my wedding budget to get Billy Burke to walk me down the aisle. Oh my god. And I'm not fucking joking right now. <laughs> Chris, are you listening? <laughs> Chris, Chris, where's my juice? <laughs> and also we need to talk. Um, I'm glad that you brought up um, Peter Fettuccini because <laughs> I <laughs> I just knew I was gonna fuck it up and so I just, it's fine. Um because, okay, so if 
you all have been out in the world at all a little bit. Um, you've probably heard the buzz about Netflix's new show, Insatiable, that's coming mm-hmm. out. So Peter Fashionelli is going to be in that show. Oh, shit. Um, along with, like, everybody. Because, like, even fucking, like, Alyssa Milano is going to be in it. Like, there's a what? whole bunch of people. What the fuck, guys? I know. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, and so Peter Fashionelli did this like talk with some random person about the show and apparently in one of the girls bedrooms there's a scene where there's like a cast photo of Carlisle Cullen in her room and That's... they'd they originally put it up as like a joke and then once Peter saw it he was like no 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 we got to keep this these things like very in character and so he like loved it and That's so, so funny so that's just a little, a fun tidbit um, sure. about that. I, I mean, we could have a whole different podcast specifically about sure. that trailer. Um, no. But I just, I didn't realize until doing a little bit of research that Fettuccine was going to be in that show. So yeah. One of the other things that we should probably talk about before moving on is that I have some really exciting news for all of you. And it's that in December, I've decided that I'm going to give myself a Christmas present. Um, Because, you know, like, Christmas in July, everything like that, you know, like, it's all just great. Um, And what I've decided to do is I'm going to be flying out to Glasgow. All right. Well, here's a little behind the kimono for all of you fun listeners. I was making a really funny joke, and now it's not funny anymore. But the real news is, um, (laughs) in December, there's apparently a Twilight Marathon that's happening. in where is... Hey, Cody. Here's a yeah. fun quiz for you. Um, burr, 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 quiz corner. Um, where's Glasgow? <laughs> uh, Scotland, right? Great. Good job. Cool. I Thanks. didn't know. <laughs> um, I just, I don't teach those studies. It's, it, that's not a thing. Um, anyways, it's fine. I don't um, have to know those. No, I don't. Um, so the reason why I was telling you this. So they are on December 8th doing a whole day marathon in the year of our Lord 2018 of all of the saga in its entirety. Um, And they have the phone number on here. There's a lot more numbers than I'm used to. So I don't know how to call it, but (laughs) I'm tempted to. I think you just dial all of them. I don't think there's a max of numbers you can dial. (laughs) Is there... I guess there isn't, because I guess when you call 1-800-NUMBERS, they aren't like, you've put too many numbers in, please stop. (laughs) Sorry, I can't process this call, there are just too many numbers. (laughs) That's true. I guess I hadn't thought about that. That's weird. Um, But yes, so I'm going to Glasgow, I mean I'm not, who has money for that, but like, low-key, I just want that to happen here. All of our Glasgow fans, come let us know. photos, yeah. Yeah. Hey, if a airline company wants to sponsor us, oh, I'll do it for the bit. Could you, we have a question today. Could you ask it for me, please? Yeah, uh, it is. Do you have any predictions for what's to come in the next two books or anything you'd like to see in the next two books? <laughs> this is a great question. After, if you'd asked me this last week, I feel like my answer would have been a lot different um, than after reading today's two chapters Uh um because i don't know anything about the series other than the guns that are apparently (laughs) supposed to come up and like the espionage right sure sure but i legit i don't know what happens here um do you do you know how the series ends no i know at some point there's a wedding and that's pretty much it like that's Mm -hmm. all that i know but, like, I don't know how, like, what happens. Because there's three books to fill of content here. So I'm like, yeah. what? Where do we go from here? What My question about next? that, though, is we've basically finished a whole book. And it's right. been two weeks in right. their time. Sure. So, like... Uh, <laughs> and it's also been, like, nothing happened. So <laughs> Nothing's happened. So... Yeah. Does this series happen over a summer? Does it happen over a year? Like, I I guess I... I, My predictions are, from what I read this week, 
And maybe maybe I'll talk a little bit more about the predictions at the end of this episode. Sure. Because um, I feel like it, it requires a little bit more content. But things that I would like to see in the next two books. As always, communication. Yep. <laughs> I would like... More realistic business conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God. The bar is um, too high already. <laughs> that's true. I would like... I don't know. I mean, there's so much that I want, but am I going right. to get it is the problem. Yeah. I would like Anna to have a job that is separate from Christian. I want her to, yeah. have, to do anything... That is sustained and separate from him. Yeah. Um, Here's a fucking crackpot theory for you. Please? What if the reason there's, like, guns and, like, maybe espionage and murder or whatever Mm -hmm. is because, like, and also the reason that E.L. James doesn't know how to write business, maybe he's in, like, some nefarious business shit. Like, maybe he's, like, in the mob or, like, some, like, (laughs) like, drug dealing operation. So you think he's not actually, like, in the food business? I mm, I don't know. He might be doing something. There's a reason that people would be after him. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, I feel like Christian Grey has too much money to just be doing all this stuff, like sure. non for profit stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Um, here's my crackpot theory. Yeah. Anna starts working at this publishing house. Yep. And the publishing house starts doing shady shit. Ooh. They're the ones that start. <laughs> doing whack stuff because i don't know do you remember when she was in that interview and things got like weird with that dude sure yeah he was a little (sighs) so i just feel like il james is you know master of subtlety um (laughs) wouldn't have put that in if things weren't gonna you know get weird and so i just feel like Especially with the way that, and, and we're obviously going to talk about this, the way that the last chapter, chapter 24 this week ends, mm-hmm. I don't know. Something, something whack is going to happen. Yeah, for sure. So I'm very intrigued by that. But yeah, I just want him to be doing something. I want her to have a life separate from Christian. Yeah, yeah. But yes, so I'm, I'm intrigued and I don't want to keep reading, but alas... And we're so close to actually watching this movie that I don't know that I'm ready to see Jamie Dornan in, like, sex jeans. Stop! But, like, it's going to happen because now we know that he actually, like, fucks in jeans. It's real. I know it. Stop. He has, like, a hole cut out for his peen that he just, like, likes to fuck in jeans. You're not allowed to say peen. (laughs) Podcast. I forbid it. What what would you like me to say instead? Penis, like an adult woman. Okay. <laughs> like, All right. Well, peen is unacceptable. <laughs> okay. Dick is fine. <laughs> Cock, I guess, if you're feeling it. Peen, no way. <laughs> I just feel like it was the most appropriate thing for sex jeans because I, sex jeans are already ridiculous enough. That's what I'm saying. But- um, <laughs> it's just it's too much. Okay. Yeah. So we read chapters twenty three and twenty four. This week, unfortunately. Yeah. Now, if here, where's my foley work? <laughs> I need I need to do some foley work for this part. <laughs> Alright, get your ASMR ears ready. Alright. Last time on Into the Twilight. <laughs> I just grabbed some beads from this place. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So last time on Into the Twilight, we were talking about <laughs> gross stuff. You know what I mean? It was all bad. It was yeah. all bad. Right? Yeah. Um, and when we... <laughs> just let me get through this. <laughs> you got to keep going. Okay. Keep so going. when we were when we were talking about it last time, <laughs> Anna was with her mom. And, and then when we stopped reading last time, she was still with her mom. And... <laughs> Anna was drunk on Cosmos, and Christian was there, and he was BBMing her about how many Cosmos she was drinking, and it was all really, really bad. Yep. Did I forget anything? No, that's pretty good. Okay. All right, I'm going to put these beads away now. Okay. Okay. Okay, so... (laughs) 
chapter 23 starts right where we left off and Christian's here in this bar and of course one of the things that I forgot until reading this part was how much E.L. James has mirrored these characters off of Edward and Bella and so as he's walking over to her she takes this moment to describe Christian as having burnished copper and red hair and I was like Bitch, since when? <laughs> like, yeah, literally what? <laughs> Sorry, who? We are literally in the last, like, 20 pages of this book. And you've just We're now got- getting basic descriptions of what this man <laughs> looks like. I'm telling you, he's a sex robot. He doesn't have physical features. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, so the way that she describes him, though, just imagine this man. Man. You know what I mean? Like, man. Okay. Um, but he has, like copper hair and gray eyes that sounds like the most intimidating person i've ever seen yeah, in I hate whole... that. that's yeah. terrifying yeah, that but anyways so he shows up at their table he meets her mom which obviously like he knows her by name and her mom just starts like drooling at the table um carla is shook <laughs> carla wants christian it's a bit ve- it's like there's a lot happening Anyways, so yeah, there's, um, one of my favorite things about this, though, is Anna's, like, tipsy, um, but she's also very nervous, and so she describes herself as, like, being a sophomore on amphetamines, like, her voice is super high-pitched, which is very good. Um, anyways, so they're talking about, like, nothing at this point, but then her mom decides to, like, go to the bathroom and give them some... I'm gonna go powder my nose. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, and, like, give them some alone time. Um, and so they decide all of a sudden to have this very deep conversation. Sure, yeah. Um, specifically about, um, Mrs. Robinson, um, who I always just want to call mrs robbins um i don't know why but it's just where i'm at in life right now anna's you know has reckless abandon at this point um and starts talking about the fact that she doesn't like the fact that um he went to dinner with her all this stuff and christian's all like um that's super judgmental i can't believe that you're gonna do all this stuff it's a gross conversation that they're having because he starts being whiny and so Anna has to talk about the fact of like I don't want you to go like I'm super happy you're here um (laughs) it's cool that you just like flew here and like tracked me down and like came all this way to confront me about sending you this email I really appreciate it yeah it's so gross um and she's worried that he's angry at her even though up until, like, five minutes ago, she was super pissed off at him. Like, there's a lot yeah. of emotions that are happening here. Yeah. Um, All at, like, a hotel bar. And like yeah. And in, like, PM. hushed tones. And yeah. there's so much. Um, one of the things that is almost comical at this point is when they're talking about this, Christian's, like, shocked that she's jealous. Which, like, this is her first relationship, Christian. <laughs> you need to remember yeah. this stuff. Come on. But also, he says something that is hilarious he's like i do as i wish anastasia i like my autonomy and so in typical fashion he gets to have this right but anna can't no 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 you can't even think about jose (laughs) right (laughs) exactly and so they they basically just end this conversation with, like, nothing being concluded. Because one of the questions that she asks him is, like, did you love her? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he doesn't get to answer it because um, Carla shows back up. And he's all, like, charge these drinks to my room. Um, I'm leaving forever. Bye. But- <laughs> <laughs> because he's- I'm retiring to my chambers. <laughs> God, because he's just obnoxious. Um, yeah. And so... Carla decides to do the whole, like, obviously he's in love with you. You need to go after him thing. And it's gross. Yeah. Uh It's like, motherfucker, she came here to visit you. If I was that mom, I'd be like, no, you are not going to run after your fucking boyfriend. We're going to hang out. We're going to have some quality time. We're going to get drunk off Cosmos. Yeah, especially if they're going onto his tab and he's a billionaire that has his own plane. (laughs) Um, we'll take another round of french fries. Uh, thank I hope you. when Anna left, she was still there just running it up. <laughs> I know, right? 
Like, what's the most expensive bottle of wine you have? Can I take it to go? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank um, you. I will just, just send me down to your cellar and I will just collect. Um, yeah. But yeah, so her mom's like, go. And Anna's like, well, let's finish our cosmos first. Yeah. Because I'm an independent woman. Yeah. So she goes up to Christian's room. And he's on the phone have, doing business. Um, <laughs> no joke, that's like two pages of him. It's so long. It's so gross, and none of it makes any sense. Because E.L. James, I, I just Googled how to write dialogue <laughs> in the form of business conversations. Yep. I don't know. He finally gets off the phone, and they, without, like, no subtleties, no, like, hi, um, nothing. He is just, like, forced to answer the question of did he love um, Mrs. Robinson or not. Uh And obviously he says no, because (laughs) what if he just said yes and the book ended? Um, (laughs) And goodbye. Curtain closed. Yes. Um, So Anna, in typical fashion, is, like, biting her lip and stuff, And but she came up here to talk. Now, they don't get to be talking, because it's Christian and he hasn't seen her in three days. And so obviously his sex drive is just out of control. Now, if you remember from our conversation from last week, listeners, Anna is on her period. Yep. Christian does not know this nope. until. Well. <laughs> until he starts kissing her. um, Like on her neck and on her throat and then all of a sudden, out of seemingly nowhere, he just asks her, are you bleeding? Now, if Who someone raised- <laughs> if someone asked me this, the chances are yes, because I have probably picked a scab. I've probably ran into a door on my way here. Yeah. Um, chances are at any time, yeah, I probably have a paper cut or somewhere. Thank you, Christian. Sure. I would like a Band-Aid. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. He's asking her if she's on her period. Just say period. Yes. Christian. If you're saying are you bleeding, I'm going to be concerned that, like, you see an injury that I did not notice yet. (laughs) Yeah. That's just like, do you have blood? Uh, Yes. Are you losing blood? Uh, I mean, I didn't think about it, but I guess. I don't know, am I? I feel vaguely threatened, Christian. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's what kind of tone of voice is that, Christian? <laughs> Am I bleeding? <laughs> Say, or ask me if I'm on my period like a man, Christian. <laughs> Grow, up. Like, Grow up. Grow <laughs> up. He's just like, "Say it out loud." <laughs> from the movie, from the Fifty Shades of Grey movie, and just put the dialogue from Twilight. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. That's all I want. Um, so anyways, they're like, instead of theoretically going to have sex immediately, he's like, let's go take a bath. Okay. Thanks, Christian. That sounds great. Apparently this bathroom is like two rooms, which like, okay, first of all, you're in like the middle of nowhere. What kind of, of fucking hotel room is this shit? Yeah. So they go into this bathroom, and then he's like, oh, lol, JK, um, I'm going to have sex with you before we get into the bathroom. Now, I just want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about this next scene really quick. Yeah. Um, but I want to give our listeners a heads up, and I don't know how to properly heads up this part. Because we talk about a lot of fucked up shit on this, yeah. you know, in this book. Um, I would just say we're going to talk about something that's, like, more assaulty for Christian than usual. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just, like, skip ahead probably, like, two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if you need to. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. here's the thing. I, until getting to this part, I think I had repressed this memory. Mm-hmm. about this part because yeah. i think i remember when this book came out that there was obviously a lot of controversy yeah. 
yeah. But I and I think I remembered someone talking about this, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I literally had like shoved it down into my soul as far as yeah. it could go until reading this part. And so when I read it again, I was like, oh no, I thought this was like fake. Yeah, no, I think I had this, a very similar reaction. Because there, this foreplay actually starts out fairly okay for Christian. Yeah. Of like, we're going to take it slow and I'm going to focus on your body and it's going to be like mm-hmm. sensual and I'm going to, like we've talked about this for so long of like, I'm going to touch you in places and not just like focus <laughs> on me for once. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, like how you're supposed to care about partners. But then it's the... It's the tampon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I don't... There are not words in the English language available to describe how violating and disgusting this scene is. Yeah. And how many eyes this book went through before it reached the public. Yeah. And I just want to look E.L. James in the face and be like... I'm sure you have a lot of regrets in your life that are not literary related. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things in these books that you should regret. But why? Why, yeah. why did you pull this tampon out? <laughs> like, I mean, E.L. James didn't do it, but why did you? <laughs> but like, why did you have Christian do? Why did you think that this was going to be any part of like a sexual experience for someone? Right. Like, isn't this hot? Yeah. Aren't, like, ladies reading this on the train and Seeker just going to get so hot by reading this? I want a 50-year-old woman on her washing machine right now to fucking lose it over this part. And it's like, no. 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 No, no, no. No, no, no. Um, You actually don't get to do that. No. Um, And I think... I think what bothers me the most from reading this scene personally was the fact that it was written in a way that Anna was supposed to like it. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be a, like, shocking, but she liked this. Whereas, like, if someone just, I mean, this is very different, but if someone just, like, sure. came out to me and, like, ripped my IUD out, I'd be like, excuse, excuse me? <laughs> like, Hi. <laughs> <how about? laughs> Sorry. Who are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's not if Sorry. someone ever tried to like take out my diva cup I'm like Exc- hold on <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you playing here right now <laughs> what kind of twisted game and I feel like that's it's, it's similar to all the things that's, that Krishna has done so far in the way that he's like when uh, later he like justifies like the spanking and stuff where it's like it's not really that bad it's just shocking and it's like your first experience with it so it feels very like whoa what is happening but yeah. like when it's like actually not that bad but like actually it's kind of gross and bad yeah regardless agreed yeah i mean there's a lot of listen my top love language is not acts of service but even if it was that's not <laughs> what i need help with no. take the garbage out like yeah. do, <laughs> like do my laundry for me don't I don't need help in this area ever. Yeah, no. Anyway, I got. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I can do it. I'm okay. Um, so they have sex or whatever, and Anna has this weird conversation where she's like, "I'm bleeding." He's like, "It doesn't bother me," and she's like, "I fucking noticed." Like, yeah. I mean, I'm still allowed to comment on it. I guess it's a little weird for me. Um, but they decide to actually use the bath now, um, Mm -hmm. instead of just, like, looking at it. Um, (laughs) and (laughs) all of a sudden it dawns on Anna that the scars that Christian has are not, in fact, um, from chickenpox. Um, they're a little bit too big for that, apparently, but they look, in fact, like they could be cigarette burn scars. And she decides, Mm -hmm. this is the moment to bring this up. (laughs) Clearly. Um, Definitely not something he has trauma over and something he, like, lied about to, like, maybe not talk about it. Let's open that wound right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Definitely not wait to see if he ever brings that up himself when he's comfortable. But, you know, get a couple Cosmos in me and it's like, I'm going to start this trauma for you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so, again, she's like, 
bringing up Mrs. Robinson. And I'm just like, Anna, I swear to God, I know you don't understand how, like, anything works, how, like, relationships are supposed to go, but, like, babe, let it go. <laughs> like, yeah. Just drop it. Just, just drop it. Please. <laughs> like, let it go. Um, so, anyways, they start to have these conversations talking a little bit more about Mrs. Robinson, um, mm-hmm. where he's like, she just, listen, hey, listen, she just gave me what I needed at that time. <sighs> and that's how he tries to, like, justify it. Um, mm-hmm. And they have this conversation where they're like, I want you to trust me. And he's like, I don't trust you. Um, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's gross and stuff. Because, you know, they don't know how to communicate with each other. No. At least they're trying, question mark, this time. Like, there's an attempt there at is. talking about their emotions. Which is better. They're not really doing a good job at it, but, I mean... Yeah, I mean, they are, like, face-to-face trying to have words spoken between them for, like, a few minutes, which rarely happens for the and two of them. they're on such opposite sides of, like, proceeding this issue that they're talking about mm-hmm. that there's no middle ground. Because, like, Anna's very much like, I believe that she assaulted you and is a pedophile and, like, abused you and all these things, and that makes me uncomfortable, and I, I'm sorry that happened to you, and I don't really, like, be in a relationship with her still. And he's like, yeah, but we do business, and it's fine, and, like, sure, I ruined her marriage, and, like, I'm fucked up heavily because of it, and I'm, I'm traumatized beyond repair, but we're friends. We can have a, we can have a drink. We can have lunch, whatever. Yeah. <sighs> and there's no middle ground in that at all. Yeah. Especially because, and they're just deciding to to jump into all of these very heavy topics because they sort of find a a compromise on this, Mm. Um, but like, you know, it's them, so like they did it. Um, And then compromise in heavy quotes and italics. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, And then they start talking about their actual relationship um, and their arrangement. Because as we have brought up for the past, like, 12 weeks, Anna has not signed this contract. Um, but they finally, like, mention this in person to each other, and they're like, uh-huh. I don't, she's like, I don't think I can do this. And he's like, I don't think you can either. <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, in, in the nicest way possible, you're not a great submissive. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we got there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Took you so, this long to figure that out. Exactly. So they, they're they kind of working on this thing where they, he's like, I just want you to, I just want to be able to, like, slap your ass in my red room while I'm wearing my sex jeans. But, like, outside of that, I'll sort of listen to what you want. But, like, I'll still, like, track you on your phone and stuff. Okay, cool. And she's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Exactly. Um, and so it's like, you know, nothing. Um, they end up splashing each other in the bathtub because they're children. Um, and that's about it. Before they go, oh, they have sex again. Shocking, truly. <laughs> um, they end up in his bed. Um, and he looks at her and he's like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I want to talk. And he's like, about what? And she's like, stuff. And she's like, what? He's like, what's up? And she's like, you. This like, are you 12? Yeah. <laughs> we literally had to read this. Why? Why? This was written. It's like she's in middle school. And she's like, I just want to talk about, I don't know, stuff. Let's play know. 20 questions, Christian. <laughs> what's your favorite movie? What do you like? What do you want to? What are you doing right now? What what underwear? What color underwear are you wearing? <laughs> it's like I'm literally right next to you. What the fuck? I'm naked. I don't understand. Weird out. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, so the chapter ends with them finally falling asleep. So like we know we're getting there. Yeah. <sighs> chapter twenty four is interesting. Yeah. So. Christian wakes up. Oh, well, okay. First of all, Anna has the weirdest dream. Anna always has very weird dreams. 
but she sure. like remembers them. It's she has a very weird talent with this. But Anna wakes up and Christian is like dressed in all black standing next to her, which like if that happened to me, I swear to God, I would just <laughs> I would not be like, mm, I want to stay in bed. I'd be like, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I just imagine you ever being wake, woken up by anyone. And you're like, I'm going to kick your ass. That's, right? my, that's my entire mood. Just Fists in- up. Just like, <laughs> kick your ass. <laughs> Just that whole vine where it's like, Adrian Michael, I'm going to kick your ass. Um, that's me, but, like, starting at, like, age three. Yeah. Yep. That was me. Um, so, anyways, he wakes her up at, like, 530. And she's, like, not. <laughs> she's just not. She's not a no. person yet. Um, but he's, like, fucking bouncing up and down like a toddler. He Like, we've never seen Christian this excited before. Yeah. They finally get in the car. Um to go somewhere which Anna has no idea where mm-hmm. um and but apparently he says something like I just want to chase the daylight with you or something like <laughs> gross what yes one of my favorite things about this though so she's not awake and she's like just let give me a little bit of time before I eat because she's like it's too early for me um and sometimes I think she just says shit to him to surprise him because she's not awake and so she's like well a spanking would wake me up and then christian just like falls to the floor he just like collapses (laughs) um like yes finally (laughs) he's just so happy he Um, turns into a puddle on the floor exactly they get in the car to start driving she has no idea where and he's like i you can play whatever music you want on my ipod first of all remember ipods um (laughs) So she <laughs> she chooses what she considers to be the perfect song, which is yeah. the club mix, the the techno remix of Toxic by Britney Spears. Yes. Excellent choice. When I think about 630 in the morning, what I need, and I'm not I'm not joking about this, is <laughs> I need some Britney Spears. I need something to get me moving. Um, yeah. And that sounds great. This um, reminded me, have you ever seen uh, Spring Breakers? Yes. So you remember that scene at, near the end where the girls are just like, it, just holding guns, robbing people, and Britney Spears is every time is playing softly in the background. I just, in it's the biggest so mood. The greatest scene in cinematic history. <laughs> And I was like, wow, yeah, all movies can be better with Britney Spears there. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, and then it, like, immediately changes to Damien Rice, which is, like, the biggest movie. It's just yes. a, 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 an easy pivot to make, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, they are trying to have small talk on their way there, which includes... Um, Anna making digs at him. She, like, clocks him for wanting to know when her period is. And they have, like, this <laughs> weird, like, almost conversation about kids. It's a lot. There's a lot happening. Yeah, it's too much. They show up at this place, and Anna finds out that they're going to go gliding, which sounds lit as hell. But she's, like, very thankful that she didn't end up eating because it's her first time doing this. And so, can you imagine doing that on a full stomach? No, thank you. No, thanks. Who the fuck is Christian's glider connect in Atlanta, Georgia? Like, where the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. Who who does he know here that he can just hook up? Maybe he had a group on. You know what? (laughs) Christian Gray. Christian Grey just, like, stumbles through Groupon every morning. It's like, what can I charm my, my hot GF with? Things that I think Christian does that he doesn't want to admit. Groupon? Sure. Pinterest. Yeah. Yeah. He's got boards for days. You know that. Like, oh, that yeah. has to be true. Or... What are the best jeans to have sex with? <laughs> <laughs> or worse than this... He's an actual, like, hard copy magazine person. Yeah. Like, he yeah. he uses magazines and he, like, cuts them out to, like, make his dream boards. Yeah, that's a move. Um, I feel like he would probably... 
he would probably use Pinterest over it, but I do like the idea of him, like, meticulously cutting out yeah. images and gluing them on dream boards. Okay. Yeah. So they go gliding. It's most of this chapter. Um, there's a part where Anna just is, like, flying in the air, and I just wanted Christian to just, like, fly them into the sun. I just wanted it to be over with. It's just like, oh, let me die. And then they burned alive, and it was over. Yeah, I just wanted it to end. Um, yeah. It was it was really bad. So, it's great, or whatever. Um, they get done, and she wants to have sex with them in the field, because it's Fifty Shades of Grey. But, here's the thing. This is when the, the chapter gets a little bit better. Because they're on their way to go get breakfast. Oh, well, this part's, this part's bad. But, but it does get better. Um, her alarm goes off. As you do. Um, yeah. I also do this to set my alarm to take my medicine. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's time for my birth control. Um, and he's, like, never been excited, more excited. Like, he just did his thing where he chased the daylight and flew into the sun and survived. And now he's going to, like, watch his girlfriend take a birth control pill. It's like, all right, shut the fuck up. Anyways, it's gross. Now, here's the part that I really care about. When you imagined these two going to breakfast, Cody, where did you yeah. imagine them going to? <laughs> oh, you know, I, I do like the idea that they did go to IHOP. <laughs> I, you, I could have put money down that it would have been the bougiest of bougie places. Sure. Like, they sure. would have had breakfast on a yacht somewhere. The right. fucking fact. Or they got some fancy-ass, like, um, hotel, like, room service or whatever. Exactly. You know? The fact that it's 8.30 in the morning and he wants to go to IHOP. He chose this. And yeah. he's excited like a kid going to Disneyland. He is, is a kid and he just wants pancakes. You know what I mean? Like... It is honestly the best quality about Christian Grey that I've read so far. Sure. And honestly, if you want pancakes, the pancakes are the same no matter how expensive they get. Like, pancakes are pancakes. I so, agree with that. The best ones are going to be that cheap-ass IHOP, like, shove it in my mouth, shove it in my gob, drown me in maple syrup, let's go, and pay, like, $3. <laughs> you know what? Fuck a pancake. I don't like them. Wow. Em. Wow. Hot take on this podcast hot cake you know what i mean um i i (laughs) let me live first of all i'm pulling you off the podcast (laughs) waffles are so much better i mean yeah waffles are sick but pancakes are also really cool i mean if i was like if i had to choose between pancakes and death um i mean fine but like waffles they have the little like pockets for butter yeah, and syrup. Like, please. They got little pockets. Yeah, they're very functional. I get it. I get it. Okay. Am I just bitter because I can't eat IHOP pancakes? Maybe. But, like, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Anyways. I think you're projecting a lot of your own issues onto this podcast right now. That's true. That's true. I just want to fucking... I just want breakfast so bad. Um, okay. Anyways, so Anna briefly contemplated having sex in IHOP which was a lot for me to handle, and I don't think IHOP got consent for that. They were both heavily con- considering it. Like, <laughs> it. Like, what if we, they were just, like, looking down at their menus and they're looking at each other. It's like, should we? Do we? Can we? Right here? Right now? Like, right here? In an IHOP's bathroom? Could we? <laughs> now, if you would have told me that the Fifty Shades of Grey version of Bella Taliana was IHOP, I would have laughed in your fucking face. Yeah. But it's very good. And I love it a lot. So they do that. He drops her off at her mom's place without asking for the address because he's a creep and he's terrifying. They decide on dinner for all of them. I think they did that the couple, like the day before. They decide on emailing each other. Lots of good email titles this time, even though they are (laughs) still changing. Yeah. Yes. So, they are. We find out that in a shocking turn of events, Anna talks while she sleeps, um, as usual. Uh, we, we already knew this, but it's fine. Her mom has prepped this, like, whole dinner, and Christian is supposed to come, but he ends up not. 
for weird he's reasons. He's got business. He's got business. But in the good news, um, Anna has a job. So that's great. Woo! Yes, good things. Um, they send these emails to each other that are, like, weird. Because he, like, doesn't... Very formal. Super formal. So they decide... I don't know. They're, like, talking, and he, like, won't tell her what she was talking about in her sleep and all this stuff, and he, like, won't tell her what the situation is and all these things. One of the titles of her emails is literally just grr. Like, she's just growling at him. (laughs) Anyways, so the last part of this chapter is him being like, I'd rather hear you say the words that you uttered in your sleep when you're conscious. That's why I won't tell you. It's like, okay, Christian. So weird. What? Yeah. But that is where chapter 24 ends. <laughs> so that next week, we have the last two chapters of this book, thank God. Fuck yeah. Finally. Yes. We're almost done. Bust a nut at the end of the Okay. Book. What? All right. What? What? You said peen earlier. I can say whatever I want. That's true. That's true. All right. You get one. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> um, so I want to take a second and have us thank our patrons. When you all are listening to this, it's August. It's a new month. That means new perks. Um, come through. Come through. We are in the process of adding an additional perk to your existing um, pledges. So stay out on the lookout for that. But I want to shout out Shannon Clearwater, who's one of our $10 patrons, um, who is the fragrant bubbles that Anna and Christian were sitting in, in their bath. Uh, Shout out to Katie Weber, also a $10 sponsor. Who is the poor bartender that had to listen to uh, Christian and Anna do couples therapy? <laughs> oh my god! At the hotel bar, <laughs> who did not get tipped enough? You know what I mean? No, no. I hope Carla did because she was like, "I got that. It's on the tab. Let me just slide one up." Yes, exactly. Um, yes. So, in exciting news, we have a return of our intern Taylor Browntown. She has risen. She's back. From the ashes, like a phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> to send fan fiction. Um, yeah, and as she was destined to do. <laughs> yes. Why God put her on this earth. <laughs> you don't get breaks. <laughs> no. You're, you don't. <laughs> hey, let me make this fucking clear, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> you're on our time. You're not on our dime, but you're on our time. <laughs> no. no, not even a little bit. <laughs> okay. So this fan fiction was written by the person named Rapunzel Claire. Um, And none of it's spelled the way that you would expect. I'm going to leave it like that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's titled Mr. Gray's Sick Days, and it was published on May 17th of this year. The author's note includes, but is not limited to, also, thank you to the playroom of the Fifty Shades of Grey Sisterhood for setting up the challenges. So... I just want to leave you with that. I want you to think about it. And I want you to return with comments and questions for next week about what the Fifty Shades of Grey sisterhood is um, and what the fuck any of these challenges could be. So that's just where I'm at. So the excerpt of this fanfiction goes a little something like this. Unfortunately, on Tuesday, I felt like I'd been hit by Elliot's work truck, but still tried to get some things done at the office. By lunch, I had to call it a day and just came to Escala. Grace came by and diagnosed me with the flu, so I have been quarantined here ever since. It is only Wednesday, and I feel somewhat better. I still fell asleep after lunch, and I have just been rudely awoken by the loud noises from the kitchen. It is probably my idiot brother, beating and banging on purpose just to piss me off even more. I make my way to the restroom, still a little lightheaded and weak from my illness. Just as I'm walking back to my bed, I hear a knock on the door. Enter. I manage to get out to whoever is behind the door as I crawl back into bed. I never in a million years would have guessed who is here to take care of me. I can't believe Anna has done this. She had to have known better. When I'm able to talk, she will be hearing it from me and likely get a punishment in the playroom. God. Um, 
What the fuck, Rodriguez? Although it comes out of my mouth as a squeak and a whisper. End scene. Wow. So Jose is there to take care of Christian. You know, that's fitting. I think it is fitting, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted it to get more homoerotic than it did. Sure. I'll just leave it at that. Honestly, that's how I feel about most movies and most things. Okay. Next week, we're talking about this, but I went to go see Mission Impossible, and it wasn't as gay as I thought it was going to be. Ugh. Boo. Agreed. What's the point? Big mood. Fall out of what? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> That's what we say in Seattle. Get back out of This is an Earbud Media production. You can find us on Twitter at Earbud Media and listen to the rest of our shows. You can find this show on Twitter at Into the Twilight, as well as IntoTheTwilight.show. You can send us an email at IntoTheTwilightShow at gmail.com. You can also become a sponsor of the show or buy some merch at IntoTheTwilight.BigCartel.com. Our art is done by Maddie Padilla, who you can find at YourGhostToast44 on Instagram, and our music is done by Eli Krauss, who you can find at EliSourKraus and KrausFilms.com. The intro and outro is by KB Smith, who you can find at kb underscore underscore smith on twitter you can find ali on twitter at into wild places and you can find me at dyke discourse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone